Hi, listeners, and welcome to My Holland Update. I'm Marianne Manderfield, Public Information Coordinator for the City, and today our guest is Jenna Ellswick, Senior City Planner for the City of Holland. Hi, Jenna. Welcome. Hi, thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you for being here. So let's start off. What You're the Senior City Planner. Tell us what, what do you do? Sure. So I work up in the, uh, the Community and Neighborhood Services Department, um, and we work on short-term and long-term development projects. Um, so wearing my short-term development project hat, um, I review site plans, say for uh, multifamily development on on 8th Street or an industrial building on East 64th Street. And I work with the building inspector and the zoning administrator um, and who really primarily work on the residential side um, for single-family homes and duplexes and even up to fourplex um, or four-unit multifamily houses. Um, so where they... They work on on that residential side of things. I work on more of the commercial and industrial side of things, though larger multifamily um, apartments would would play into my um, my realm as well. Um, so I review the short term the short term um, or I review the site plans um, for these developments and make sure that they align with our, our zoning ordinance, our laws, um, which we'll talk about in, in a moment as well. Um, and then in addition to that, I work on more long-term projects, um, establishing a vision for the city of Holland um, 5, 10, 20 years, sometimes even 100 years into the future, um, and doing that with a lot of public feedback, um, and working with our, our planning commission and our council um, and and writing basically what, what is a master plan, um, which was adopted in uh, 2017, and I can't take any credit for it because it was before I was here. However, it's an extremely progressive, um, based on a lot of sustainable principles, really responsive, uh, master plan really cutting edge in in the planning industry um, and and um, really something that the city of Holland should be very proud of so you do an awful lot and entails Indeed. an awful lot <laughs> so take us back just a step and explain what does zoning ordinances mean to a citizen sure so for a resident um if if a resident needs to put in a new fence or um, wants to update their garage or um, wants to build an addition to their build to their house, then they would need to look at the zoning ordinance for um, the zone district that they live in. And so to do that, you go to the city of Holland's webpage, and I believe we'll have a link. Um, from this podcast, is that correct? Yes. Um, to that zoning map. Um, so then you establish, first of all, what your zone district is, and then you look at the zoning ordinance and find um, the the standards or the ordinance laws um, for 
that zone district. So then that tells you um, how far from your neighbor's property, for instance, the addition can be or how high your fence can be and um, elements like that. So that's from a, a single fam from a residential point of view. Um, and then when a developer, though, wants to do something, then it's a little bit more um, substantial as to all of the different ordinances that they need to look into. And the way that works right now, they're, they're looking in several different places. Yeah. So they first start generally with the zoning ordinance, um, which today is based on a 1940s platform. Um, wow. So it actually, it's been amended several times okay. um, throughout, you know, the last almost 100 years. Sure. <laughs> Not really, but um, but it's never been, like, really just examined and looked at in terms of um, the the 21st century and if if the regulations that were written many of them back in like 1955 for instance um are still um are still in place today or are still make sense today Mm -hmm. um and so uh, so and and it's a lot of words it's extremely narrative heavy it's just and it's very very confusing for not only residents and developers but even for staff and officials so um so first they would look at the zoning ordinance um and then look at uh the stormwater ordinance which is actually just being updated um a new version will come out on february 1 for that um and the streets and sidewalk ordinance and the motor vehicle ordinance for parking um and parks um and and like the tree landscaping kind of ordinances so there's many many different ones that that currently a developer um would need to look at in order to make a um make a development construct a development that's aligned with city laws and so you all have taken a look at that trying to make it easier trying to more more streamline it and change the process a bit, correct? Correct. So with a master plan, for instance, stepping back just just a moment, um, the state of Michigan requires um, the any city, every city, to review their master plan every five years. Okay. Um, so we did that, like I said, in this really great dynamic um, ordinance, um, or not ordinance, I'm sorry, master plan um, document. And, uh, but then what cities do is they make sure that their zoning laws um, can implement that master plan so that they okay. can implement those, the action steps and then the goals to that master plan. Um, so, so what we need to do then is to make sure that those two are aligned. And so, um, so, so all, even when we were in the master planning process with the city, uh, the thought was that the next project would be to update the the zoning ordinance. Now, mm-hmm. what we at that point weren't certain about what my predecessors weren't certain about is whether or not that would be, you know, a really huge rewrite or or what exactly that would look like. Um, and so since I've been 
been on the team, we've we've looked through uh, many different options and have decided that the best way to go would be to just totally um, take that ordinance apart, keep some of the standards that currently exist, but change some um, with public feedback that that makes sense, um, and with working with the planning commission. But not only doing that, but also making sure that that all of those documents that a developer needs to see or even some residents and you know if they wanted to do a larger scale um, development that everything is in the same place and so we've it's called the unified development ordinance um, we finally refer to it as udo or udo um, and and so basically the intent of that is to have just a one one-stop shop for um, all of the pertinent documents that that people need to to know about. What it also is doing is making it a lot more user-friendly so that that residents can find um, their standards a lot easier and that there's like pictures and diagrams and tables rather than so much so many words. Um, and then the other thing that we're doing is focusing in on um, some some areas of the city for form-based code. Okay. And this is the part where you had your public input. You had several, a, a, a whole week of public input sessions, correct? Correct. So tell yes. us briefly about how that week went and what you did. Sure. It was, it was a very successful week. Um, we got a, quite a bit of, of public feedback. Um, and the focus on the on the areas was downtown, north downtown, um, River, River Avenue, and Michigan Avenue, Washington Avenue, and then Waverly Avenue as well. And uh, so looking at form-based code, that, that really um, looks, instead of general, general zoning, which looks at different uses, um, you know, so separating residential from industry, for instance, that's a that's that's based on on different uses. Um, but instead of doing so much of that, because we we want to be intentional about having more multi-use uh, development, so that people can live um, very close to commercial, retail, grocery stores, um, other services. Um, so we're we're looking more on the form of the buildings or the way that they look, the, how how they feel, how it feels when you're walking next to a building. Um, if it is is to scale, I mean, if it feels monstrous or um, if it feels more like an urban setting or if it feels more a little bit more suburban with the with the building set back from the street, more landscaping um, up at the street. So. So we really did a deep dive into all of these different areas um, to see what would make sense. And so in the end, um, we actually took Waverly out of that um, because we, although we have a lot of great ideas for um, updating that zone district, which is the C2 zone district, commercial okay. highway, um, we, we, uh, um, we decided that that we would really focus more um, on the form of buildings in other areas, and so, so making sure that there's continuity 
and everything looks like you said looks and feels yeah so there's different character though for mm-hmm. each of the different areas mm-hmm. and all of that will be really um you know uh, worked through more as to what exactly that is um and certainly um, there'll be more opportunities for for public feedback. What are some of those? What will some of those opportunities be? Sure. So uh, um, first of all, the fourth Tuesday of every month at four p.m., we meet in the training room on the second floor of City Hall, um, and that's the planning commission meeting. And we meet with our consultant, which is um, from McKenna Associates, um, a, a large. Uh, development firm or not really sorry not development firm but a large um, uh, planning consulting firm Um, and we meet with them and go over what we've done that month um, and then kind of set the stage for the next month of work Um, so people the public are welcome to come to that Um, there is some time in the beginning of the meeting for for people to um, talk and you know and maybe maybe even at the end we might um, rearrange that so that you know if people do come that they can respond to what what was at the meeting okay um, in addition to that uh, we will have other opportunities they just have not been planned yet um, to kind of check in with with the public there'll also be public hearings um, at okay. the end of the process um, as well, which is we're aiming for like uh, the beginning of or the the beginning of the fall, so pretty much a year from now. Okay. Um, to have that that complete that all completed. Okay, mm-hmm. great. And from the week of public input, is that information available to the public? Yes, thank you. We have a website. It's www.hollandudo, U-D-O, hollandudo.com. And all of those presentations that were made throughout the week from McKenna and Associates um, are on that website now, um, as well as uh, a space on the homepage. If you scroll to the bottom, you can leave comments. and you can also leave your contact information so we can uh, email blast you um, other information and other events as they as they get scheduled. Okay, great, Jenna, thank you. So this is really, uh, it's a year from now almost, you said, a work in progress, the public can, can be involved, can understand what's happening, how their neighborhoods and those particular areas around the city will affect them. Um, So everybody stay tuned, check in with the website. There'll be updates as to what you're doing and and how you're going about it at that point. Anything else to add, Jenna? I just want to add that it's a very exciting time for the city of Holland. Um, We have a lot of development happening, a lot of of fun stuff coming coming our way, housing included. Um, Still having conversations about affordable housing um, and, and there's more on that to come. Um, but really, really, it is a very exciting time. Um, and, and, and also we're upstairs on the third floor. Um, we always welcome visitors. So definitely, you know, stop by and ask for me anytime. Great. Come up, come up to the third floor and say hi to Jenna. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, thanks, Jenna. Thanks for taking the time to be here today. And until next month, it's my Holland Update. <laughs>